0: Amen. And then Steve's word as well. Well, Vivian, it's already been spoken about, so why don't you come over here and give them your story. Ever since I'd, ever since I'd, I'd uh, known Vivian, I'd only known her on a gas tank uh, with a thing in her nose providing oxygen for her. And last Sunday night, something um, transpired as some people prayed and the rest of us worshipped the Spirit of God did something, didn't he? Come on. Thank you. Thank you. All that
1: uh, Tim has been writing about the past few weeks or so has been pressing in, pressing in. And every week, every Sunday morning when I was coming here, I was praying for my lungs, that my lungs be cleared, that I'd be able to breathe freely. And I'd come up Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and anointed with oil and blessings and prayers for me. And I kept coming up Sunday after Sunday after Sunday Last Sunday night when I was here, I went to change tanks and I realised I'd brought an empty tank with me and I panicked. So I needed to get a cab to go back to TRICARE to get a full tank. But somehow or another, God contrived to keep me here and they called an ambulance. But the ambulance took three quarters of an hour to come. And by the time the ambulance came, I'd been breathing without a tank for really quite an hour and I haven't needed to use oxygen since <laughs> yeah, a true blessing I believed I believed that one day I would be healed and just kept pressing in and pressing in and I was surrounded by so much love and so many blessings last Sunday night I had so much I bubbled like I had goosebumps from the inside. It was unbelievable. And I've still got them now when I talk about it. I just get all goosey. Yeah. Bless you all. Thank you.
0: So good. Amen. So good. The next step is out of the wheelchair. Amen. Don't give up. You know, I think about in Luke 11 when they're talking about, you know, faith, ask and keep on asking, knock and keep on knocking, seek, seek and keep on seeking. I think about the persistence, the knocking on the door at midnight, give me some food. You know, sometimes we have to keep persisting. That's awesome. Praise God. Come on, let's just give Jesus the praise that he deserves. Amen. Woo. Come on. Come on. He is so worthy, yeah, he is so worthy, we've sung about it, miracles, healings, marriages restored, families reunited, all kinds of stuff, it's happening and we're going to see it more and more, amen, who else has got a testimony this morning, yes, Karen's coming up. got that song still going in my head I believe you're the wonder-working God yeah
1: so um, I think it was a Sunday or two ago that the children were told to come and pray and so I come out and I just said to the two children I just want a good report from the doctor and so I went to the doctor and I got two good reports and so everything's good, and uh, I'm just praising God for that. So thank you.
0: Amen. Prayer, hey? Brian? I'll, I'll, I'll come to you. Hey, Eddie. Isn't it good to see Eddie and Jill are here, hey? Hey. <laughs> I'll
2: try and make it short if I can. About 20 odd years ago, uh, I'm a singer, and I was on my way up north to uh, Dumaguete, and uh, we had quite a uh, quite a, um, a load on the back of us—a uh, big van and uh, four-wheel drive, late model. And uh, the driver's wife said, "Can I have a drive?" She said, "Okay." Anyway, she rolled the van and the and the uh, and the vehicle, rode them both off, both off. A miracle to start was there was a guy running down the front there with a, with a, uh, a bag in his hand. He was a doctor. Anyway, the miracle was to, to me, it was a g- actually a good accident, a really good accident. Because when I went into the hospital, I'd actually when I went over the uh, handle that was in the back of the four-wheel drive, my head came down and it drove my head into, into me, right into my shoulders. And uh, so they was there and I had my collar on and that. And he's only a little radio machine and he said, Brian, I, I've got a little tiny, just a little little scar on your lung, on your left lung. Would you like to check it out? Anyway, I came back here to Burnett Medical uh, after some weeks and I approached the doctor and the doctor, no, don't worry about it. You always worry too much. Anyway, I persisted and uh, they got it and they did they found a cancer the size of my thumb on my left hand side now i'm uh, being a singer i was a high singer and i'm of a and all sorts of things and uh anyway uh, cut a long story short when they put me out i had one of my cds on the top of my bag i don't know how i got it on the top but anyway they uh, when i came out of the anesthetic after there i was singing i don't know what i was singing <laughs> anyway uh they had got me right i came home and uh, i thought i'm never be able to sing again and then i started singing from my diaphragm for the tummy changed my singing completely anyway the uh the message of that one is such a good there is if i hadn't had that accident i'd have been wouldn't have been here today or a fair while ago because the simple reason is it was a deadly one and it was just on the move to go in to the uh into the chest and once it hit there, it would only be a matter of a short time and I'd be gone, so I praise the Lord for that. And uh, I know that I don't like talking on things about, about my health, but just at the moment there I've been diagnosed with a little thing on my lung, on the right one. And uh, so the Lord had given me a little message this morning, and that message was, give thanks. And then rejoice forevermore and thank you for your prayers thank you for megan and i thank you for praying for us thank you
0: hang on we've got hang on eddie hang on eddie you're right?
3: yes, up <laughs> praise the lord <laughs> his name is wonderful and it's a beautiful church so i felt the presence of the lord so beautiful here you guys are so lucky you know sitting in the presence of the lord i met your team yesterday in the in the lunch time on the on the street so they're singing songs on the street and so beautiful i just went and see them they're really worshiping the lord and the and is seeing jesus is the lord you know on there only i found the team such a rejoice i seen yesterday That's what I'm here today. (laughs) And uh, I just want to say, you know, that's so beautiful. So on that time, you know, we share the, um, what we call our testimonies and all. After that, I went to the park and I seen uh, two uh, gentlemen sitting there. Then I share the gospel to them and say that Jesus, then I talk about this church. And uh, they said they'll come to this church. I know, I'm not sure they are here or not, but you know, in in your work, it's reaching the people. That's the one I want to say you that. You know, keep doing the same things. Yeah, Bundaberg need Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I'm a sh- short visitor here. I'm not going to stay here for a longer time because my wife is a visiting physician in the Bundaberg hospital. So she's working at the moment there. So we'll here for two weeks and I'll go back to Bruce ferns So when I, I want to say something. My dad was Hindu before. Then you're saying about the you know testimonies, I thought, okay, let's say this testimony, this church. So my dad was on the bed uh, in the last days. It's on 2015, still he was on Hindu. Then what happened, uh, I accepted Jesus, my brothers accepted Jesus and all, not my dad. So on the last few days, my wife said, uh, I don't think dad will live for longer. Then God gave me a grace to lead him the lord and he accepted jesus is the lord on 20 i think 22nd of december and he already confessed sins and accept the lord or sinner prayers everything then after that twenty-sixth, yeah 26 my wife was there and she said okay she's going to die and she's praising and worshiping my brother was there then he's uh, he's gone God taken him away from there I'm saying that so rejoice to me and I'm so, you know, God, I have the confidence my dad is with the Lord. You know, it, this is a very important things so I'm telling every one of us, you know, every soul is matter. My heart for Australia, normally I'm not thinking other country because God brought me this country for a purpose. I so love my Lord and that's what, as how much of time I have, I go to the street and evangelizing, uh, I'm living in Brisbane and uh, mostly on during the day times, morning 7:30 to 8:30, I'll go to the street and evangelize, and I'll go to my work. I'm a cybersecurity specialist, and uh, then evening time, Friday night, we are going to the valley, Fortitude Valleys, evangelizing you know, five six hours. It's a very hard field, you know. It's uh, you can see it's like a sodom and comorah there. So many times people come and hit us, punch us, you know, so many things happening, but the God is so gracious. And uh, so many people came to the Lord. And uh, I can say, you know, one girl, she worked for a strip clubs, And she accepted the Lord. And she's evangelizing with us these days. You know, that's so miraculous, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, you know, it is said in the song, said, you know, the, all the, say, the song saying, anyone can, God can change anybody's, anyone. is so such a beautiful.
0: Thank you for the church. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we'll go two or three more and then we'll get Steve, hey? Ah, oh, sorry. Good morning, everyone.
4: I noticed uh, since we came back, I look around me and I see wheelchairs. New wheelchairs, new people. I like you people to know, look, when I see a disabled person, I pull up and uh, always talk to them. But uh, when I see godly people in wheelchairs, do you know you are sitting on a mobile pulpit? Do you know that? You are sitting... Look, people have never seen a mobile pulpit. But look, this is one. There's one, and there's more here. And another thing I'd like to say, a lot of you people have never seen miracles, right? You've never seen blind eyes open. You've never seen deaf ears open. Maybe you have. Maybe I could could be wrong. But do you know, sitting here, every one of you is a miracle? The Bible teaches that. You know, it, uh, the Holy Spirit came down and rested among you. You know, the Bible teaches that. We, we, if everyone here gave their testimony, we'd be here all day praising God.
0: Did do you have something else?
1: Forgot to say thank you lord and praise your lord and thank you to everyone who prayed for
4: me i really truly feel blessed thank you lord. i just want to quickly share down at the police beat uh, we meet all sorts and but but the beauty about it is is um is there's a few people from different churches which comes there and now you see people coming up for prayer, crying their eyes out, you know, praying for their family. So the word is getting around, and that's where we met our brother, go, praise the Lord, Robert. Uh, you know, we meet different people, and if you go out and try and reach them, we got a young fella here, and um, he's come, and, and uh, just wanted to introduce you to this young fella, and he was sitting there and he's listening for ages. So God is doing the work. You just got to step out and do your part. Amen. Bless you.
0: Cool. Last one, Sylvia. Okay. Um, also, I just want to remind you too. Hey, we we will be as we normally do, but we're gonna, you know, be down the front praying for people. You know, we we keep praying. Amen. So we just encourage you to continue to do that, um, Sylvia. Yep.
1: Yeah, just like he said, every one of you are special and we all have needs and if God can do it for some of you, he'll do it for all of us. So push, pray until something happens. Keep on push, push, pushing. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. We were helping Nick and Chris move house yesterday they're moving out of their rental, they're moving in with us for a while, then into their tiny home, and it was a day and a half of full full cream dairy milk, I'll put it that way. But you know, even in the midst of stuff that happens, God's provision is always still there. His provision is always still there, even, even before something happens. You know, my prayer is Elisha's prayer, Lord, open our eyes to see. Open our eyes to really see, not see but see in the spirit. Amen?
5: Thanks, bro. Does anyone know what the word is? that talks about knocking, knocking, knock, 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 seek, 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 seek. Pray, 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 pray until it comes. Importunity. Julie knew that. Importunity is the word. We need to be importunate. That's your lesson for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Romans 12, verse 2 says... And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, the connotation there is that we don't, we're not fitting into the world like a hand fits in a glove. Um, don't be conformed. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Funny thing is, I want to talk about faith this morning. It's been mentioned a few times, I think, this morning, the word faith. (laughs) It's even been used as an acronym, which is pretty awesome. Um The Christian life is a life of faith. It says, faith from first to last. From beginning to the end, the Christian life is a life of faith. Got that? Chew on that for a sec. It's all faith. It's all by faith. The Christian life is all by faith. Getting up in the morning to going to bed at night is all by faith. So, when we think of uh, faith and trying to live life by following anything else, like the world, the flesh or the devil, we're going to come unstuck. Because the world is fickle. One thing that works today, they'll find out it doesn't work tomorrow. Uh, I can think of many things even in medicine. Uh, You were supposed to do this years and years ago to live a long life, but now don't dare do it because it'll kill you. Um, And things like that, the world is just full of guessing and guesswork. The world is full of uncertainty. Uh, It's full of lies. Uh, Man is, by nature not good because of what happened at the fall and so there's a lot of deception out there a lot of lying a lot of uh, stealing and killing and all those things so when we come into christ we come into the truth don't we we come into the truth don't we do you know that jesus is the truth he said he was didn't he and he's been trusted for thousands of years and found, never found wanting, never found short. He's the truth and he always will be the truth until the end of eternity, which is never going to happen. So guys, we need to um, put that to rest. Our walk is a walk of faith. A walk is a walk of trust. A walk is a walk of believing in God. Believing in the Word. Believing that what he said is true. If Jesus is the truth, then nothing that he ever said could ever be a lie. Nothing that he ever said would, could ever be untrue, if he is the truth. So, now that we've come into faith in Jesus Christ, we need to have our mind renewed. When we were born again, our spirit was perfectly renewed. The Holy Spirit came in, renewed our spirit, joined with our spirit and made us sons of God. Isn't that awesome? How do we know that? We believe it by faith. We take it by faith and we we receive it deep into ourselves. It connects with us by faith. Faith is not a dead thing. Faith is a living thing. Faith is, faith is something that causes something to happen. It causes belief to become a substance in us, become the truth in us. And so now we are spirit people. We are not flesh people. We're no longer people of the flesh. We're no longer people of the world. We're no longer people who follow the devil's ways. We are spirit people. And so Galatians chapter 5 tells us if we live in the Spirit, and the NIV says, oh, well, this this version here, um, the new, uh, the new uh, King James says, if we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. The NIV I like better. It says, if we live in the Spirit, let us keep step with the Spirit. Let us keep in step with Him. Where He goes, we go. And you know what? Um, sometimes we lag behind. I'm talking about our soul. I'm talking about the part we live from, the things the, the part we think with, the part where our emotions come from the part where we will and do is, um, is sometimes lagging behind the spirit the spirit's saying come on keep up with me and we're lagging behind because we don't uh, fully understand I guess what's going on and so The Spirit is perfect. The Spirit believes the Word of God. The Spirit trusts in the Father implicitly. And we have to then conform to the Spirit. We have to allow ourselves to keep in time, keep up with the Spirit. And the way we do that is through the Word of God. I believe Jesus to be the rock of our salvation. We stand on. We're finally on a rock. After 20 odd years of my life going, not knowing what I was doing, I finally had a rock to stand on. And that was Jesus Christ. And I believe when when he left and he said, make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe all the things that I've told you. And I'll be with you. So we as disciples need to be observing what Jesus told us. And I believe that's the way that we rise up and we become mature people in Christ. Standing on the rock and observing those things that Jesus, doing those things that Jesus told us to do. The Bible's full of the promises of God. The Bible is absolutely full from beginning to end of the promises of God. If you need a promise, if you need something to hold on to in your life because of a situation or a circumstance that you're going through, there's a promise there for you. And it will not fail because God gave it. And and you can trust him. So we, uh, we need to keep in, in step with the Spirit And the Spirit is in line with the Holy Spirit. Uh, That's not easy. No one said it was going to be easy. Uh, It takes a life of discipline. But the motivation for that discipline, um, I'll read in uh, Romans chapter 6. Chapter 6 and verse 12 says, Do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. It says that, doesn't it? No, it doesn't say that. (laughs) It says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies. If there's a therefore, you've got to find out what the therefore is. Therefore, we go back. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise. What does likewise mean? In the same way. In the same manner. You also reckon yourselves to be dead... Indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now reckoning comes when something is real, something is true, something exists. Like if you reckon that you have $1,000 in the bank, it's not the reckoning that makes the $1,000 in the bank, it's the $1,000 in the bank that makes you reckon it. So the reckoning comes when the truth is there, and you reckon yourselves, you you align yourself with that truth. Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. Jesus has done it all for us. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. Sin no longer has to be our, our, our master. We no, don't... We we no longer need to bow under the weight of sin, of habits, of addictions, of set ways. We just need to go to the Lord for grace because he's accomplished it all. And you know, our walk is not a walk of try harder to become. It's not try harder to become something, try harder to do something. Try how to get rid of something. God says, "Since you are in this place, then walk." God has placed us in a place of righteousness. He has brought us into fellowship with Himself through the death of His Son Jesus. Our place is you know, is good, is right, is righteous. We are right with God. Therefore, let us walk on and work that out. Nobody's going to be perfect straight away. We need to walk it out. But you're always there. You're safe. You're on that rock. You're on that safe place with Jesus. Now, let's walk it out. We always come from a place of victory, never from a place of trying to get the victory. Jesus has won the victory for us. We need to walk from a place of victory on to more victories. That's what we're here for. We're warriors. We're warriors for the kingdom. And we, we've been given the incredible privilege of walking out our faith in the spirit, not in the flesh. So when we, when we think of love, Scripture says in 1 John 4.19, we love because he first loved us. So we walk out our life of love to others as an outcome of our life of being loved. It's a life of faith. If you know that you're loved by the Father, you can then love with the Father's love. We've been created in righteousness and true holiness We're new creatures in Christ. We're part of his new creation. We were in Adam, we're now in Christ. We're we're in Adam. We were part of Adam's line. We were part of the corrupted line. God took us out of there when we trusted Christ and put us in the line of Christ. Now we're in him. And when God looks at us, he sees his son. He sees the perfection of holiness in us because we are in His Son. What a gift. What an incredible gift that God has given us. All these things we need to take in. All these truths we need to receive and take in. And if we need to, meditate on them. Receive them as truths into yourself. Don't just just gloss over them, but receive them and stand in them, and believe them, and trust them. Put them to the test. They'll come true. What about that beautiful scripture in one John five eleven to fifteen? So when we get down to pray on our knees, we come to come to God. Uh, 5, 11 to 15. Let me just read this. It's awesome. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. We should be celebrating right now after I've read those words. <laughs> God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now this part. This is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us, And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we'd asked of him. So when we go to prayer and we've got that promise in our hearts, we're going to trust and we're going to believe because he's given us that wonderful promise. The Bible's full of promises. I encourage you to get into the word and stay in there. Treat it like a meal. Treat it like you would a meal. Sit down and make yourself comfortable and put it before you and start to eat it. Take it into yourself. Even if it's a small meal a day, that's better than nothing. And just take it into yourself. Just receive it into yourself. Meditate on it. Use the spaces between the paragraphs and the words as Salah. Stop and think of these things. Let them just change your life as you believe, as you add faith to them. Because it's all by faith, guys. Nothing's going to work outside of faith. Nothing's going to work by listening to the world, by doing things your way. It's all by faith. It's all by the Word of God. It's all by His truth. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just give you praise, Lord, because you are the truth, the way and the life, Jesus. And we believe that and we know that in these days, Lord, it's more important to believe that than ever. So, Lord, we just give you praise and thanks for this time together, Lord, and just burn these things into our hearts, Lord, as we as we seek to trust and believe in you more and more and more. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: I just want to encourage you this morning with those testimonies and things that we've heard. I just want to encourage you that if you still need breakthrough, if you believe in God for something, this is not just a song that we sing but it's words of faith. So I want to encourage you to even leave your seat, come down the front, stand in the gap for somebody. Let's worship the Lord.